While the gospel is wonderful, I'm going to not focus on it. I'm going to focus on our first reading. But it is nice to see just very briefly the man say, I do believe, help, help my unbelief. And I think a lot of us feel that way. You know, sometimes we believe, but then we still got things in our heart where there's unbelief. So we, we kind of have both of these going on at the same time. So it's nice to see there's precedence for that in the Bible. But focusing on our first reading here uh, from St. James, um, James is giving us the key to peace and unity in our community and in the world and just amongst humanity in general. And uh, just a few things I'll focus, a few lines I'll, I'll hone in on. He talks about uh, ambition and jealousy and whatnot. Where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there's disorder. And uh, I think another way that you can kind of articulate this idea of ambition is the idea of competition. Okay, So sometimes we perceive our neighbor as a competitor, and it's really a misperception. Uh, and then um, talks at the end, the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace for those who cultivate peace. So how do we acquire that peace and that, that harmony and communal um, oneness and unity? Um, it has to do with this kind of a, a, a preconception that we have of what's the contest, what are we fighting for, who are we fighting against, who's our competitor. And it, the Christian message is so liberating, first of all because it's true, but, but secondly because it, it shows us that there's no human being on this earth. There's not a single human being on this earth who ultimately really is our competitor. Okay. St. Paul in Ephesians says that we, we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the powers and the unclean spirits, the evil spirits in heavenly places. So if there's any kind of competition going on, it's really with the devil. It's not with other human beings. I've also heard it said, and I like this quite a bit, is the, um, the dividing line between good and evil runs straight through your own hearts through the heart of the human person in general. So it doesn't run, the dividing line between good and evil doesn't run between Democrats and Republicans. Okay? It doesn't run between fan, the Yankee fans and the Mets, right? Okay? Or, you know, Americans and everybody else. Alright? The dividing line between good and evil runs right down the center of our hearts and of everybody's hearts. And if you can understand that, you can kind of see that we're all in a struggle against evil, the evil in ourselves, and the, we're in a struggle trying to help everybody fight the evil that's in their own nature and in my nature. So when we see things with that perspective, we see thing, we see the truth, and it liberates us from feeling like people are out to get us, or we're in competition, or we've got to fight for something against other people. And uh, we can really, truly view everybody as, as our neighbor. Uh, the other thing I'd like to think about or meditate, uh, the idea that I'd like to bring to bear on, on this question and this issue, is the idea of scarcity. So one of the, if you study the history of ideas and philosophy, one of the early modern, and let's say, 15th, 16th century, 17th century ideas that characterizes the modern world, and it led to certain forms of capitalism that are not helpful, um, is the idea of scarcity of resources. Is nature fundamentally scarce? Is there a finite amount of goods to go around such that we have to compete 
for them, or is there an abundance of goods? And uh, I, I believe that uh, if we're smart and if we work together, there are enough goods to go around. So there isn't scarcity of goods, and we don't have to be in competition with each other. But this idea of scarcity of resources, scarcity of goods, you can bring it up to a higher level, and you can say, what ultimately is your goal? If your goal is God, then of course there's no scarcity of goods. Okay, If God is your ultimate good, if he's your ultimate goal, and the thing that you really want, that you're really aiming for, then there's no such thing as scarcity for God, because he, he has enough of himself to go around for everybody, and then some. Okay, So we can all enjoy God together, and we don't, we don't have to fight. You know, it's about what your goals are. If your goal is to get this particular job promotion, you know, and you've got two people that might get it in front of you, then you can kind of, if your world is that small, if the horizon of your aims and goals and desires is that narrow, then yeah, certainly you're going to start competing with these coworkers of yours. All right. But if you broaden the horizon of your goals and your desires all the way to God, then who are you competing against? All right. You're competing really against the evil in your own heart. You're competing against the devil. And that's who your competitors are. So when it comes to human beings, you can always see, okay, who, you know, let's try now. Not everybody's going to have that same goal. Okay. And so you can kind of discern that and recognize that and love them, but just also be aware that they're not necessarily going to be always helping you all the time. Okay. So you just, there's an issue of prudence, you know, who do you, um, you know, view as, uh, as someone who's completely in the know and who do you, com- who do you view as people who are a l- little bit lacking in that, in the, in the truth of, of life? And those people who are lacking, you kind of just adjust how you relate to them accordingly. All right. So that's, that's prudence. But at the end of the day, they nonetheless are not your competitors. Okay. Um, and so we can be at peace with all people. And uh, we can see all people as allies and as heading towards the same thing and want the same thing for everybody. And I think that's how you avoid this kind of um, selfish ambition that James talks about and how you can fulfill what he speaks of here when he says the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace for those who cultivate peace.